0: Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Angel of Mars. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Terry-Ann, Andy, Angie, and Rich from Angel of Mars. How are you guys doing?
1: Good. Good. Good awesome
0: for us. yeah hell yeah I'm excited to have you on and thank you guys again for being on fans with bands I think uh the very first time you guys blew my mind was when I saw you at the Corktown uh music fest last year or was cool. it last year maybe it was earlier this year I think it was uh February yep. something and yep. um and then I saw you again at fuzz fest and you guys are fantastic again love the huge like super heavy riffs and the pummeling rhythms um, and I was like, man, I gotta talk to you guys and and get the story. But so thank you so much for being on Fans of Bands. I appreciate it. Well,
2: thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, hug yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, and I'm uh, looping in. So, and we also have fans. And so I should make sure to th- throw in the fans because we got a, a nice crew here. We've got uh, Steven, we've got Jason, we've got Colleen, we've got uh, August and we've got Kathleen. So how you guys Woo! doing?
3: Awesome. Dude. Kathleen. Oh, yeah. That's not is that my other sister? The <laughs> whole family will be honest. It's the more. Well, it's,
0: it's the whole family. It's awesome.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them at one gig, but it's good to have them here
0: now. <laughs> awesome. So I'm curious, like, how did the band uh come together? What was how did Angel of Mars form?
1: It's, Terry ann can tell that story the best, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. All
3: right. Yeah, Yes. So are you now. <laughs> okay. Well. All right. Here we so. go. So, uh, one of my favorite bands of all time is truly uh, out of Seattle. Long time ago, showing my age, but they have a they have a song uh, called "Strangling," right? And. And I used to, I used to listen to that song religiously. So I, there's a part in there. He's like, "There you are, Angel of Mars," and I'm like, "That's it, that's it. I've got to have a band called Angel of Mars." <laughs> and, and that was it didn't like, matter
4: what kind of band. <laughs> no, no, it,
3: it did absolutely. It did because I lived out in Oregon, and I was huge. I was huge into Doom because I lived in Eugene, Oregon for 12 years. And hello, Yab, Mike Scheid. Uh That's 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 Eugene, Oregon. They're the yeah. huge doom community out there. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to start there a doom band. Oh yeah, there's Hi. August wearing the an <laughs> Park T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. I'm <laughs> and I'm oh man, I I don't want to show my boobs, but I'm wearing my uh my my bloody butterflies T-shirt. <laughs> Underneath my my sweatshirt here. Um. So, but yeah, so I, I always had this concept. About 10 years ago, I wanted to start this band called Angel of Mars. And it just didn't really work. I mean, it, it, well, it was really, really hard to find anybody that wanted to do Doom. You know, wanted yeah. to do that type of C standard tuning type of thing. So it was Rich's birthday that... Uh, and that was about Rich. What was that about two years ago?
1: Three, three, three years ago. ago. It was like three twenty ago. nineteen.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty nineteen. Yeah, I was at his birthday party. Yeah, and you know, um, and years. I I brought up to Rich. I'm like, listen, I I, I really want to start. At the time, I was like, I want to start this all girl doom band, right? and call it angel of mars and i had already had darling angie all she was already jamming with andy and i all
0: i was like i want to
3: do this. but rich was like well would it be all right if i join it
1: yeah. like do you <laughs> a bass player
3: and that of course after he said that andy's like well you can't be in the band without me being in the band <laughs> and oh, so i was like okay well i guess it's gonna be uh it's gonna be, and Angie had no idea about this yet, but, I, but 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 we kind of just made sure she was cool with it because cool. <laughs> her kid was already in the basement. Like we were, we were already jamming. There's she keeps her people. kid at our house, so yeah. um yeah. So Angel of Mars just happened, and once we started playing together, I already had a couple songs, right? But yeah. once we started playing together, it was like butter. It was wow. like I mean, it it just naturally flows, and we continue to do that. That's cool. it's, uh, yeah. it,
1: it's so fun. And I, I mean think, I think the first uh, the first jam that we did, like that we were just messing around, that ended up being, uh, was it Siren or yeah. yeah, and it's Siren and Scorpio, which is a song that we still play. That nice. it just started with a, let's just mess around and see what we can do. And then it just blossomed into something cool. And that was like really, literally the very first time we got together and, and messed around. So
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, cool. and through the,
3: through the looking glass was like that too. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Like one of the things that happens is Rich will come up with this. Well, li- lately, especially Rich will come up with this sweet ass riff. Just this cool, just kind of almost uh mesmerizing riff, right? Yeah. And then Angie will run on that with her cool beats, right? And then Andy will just Andy'll go off into another planet per usual, and then I just try to get him back to Earth. Um so <laughs> that. Basically, all, what, all out in space. It's Basically, what's <laughs> happening here? Speaking, I've developed
2: a lot better grounding techniques, so I'm not. She doesn't have to reel me in so much. Oh yeah. You know. Well, we make sure he's
3: barefoot <laughs> at practice, so, <laughs> so he gets his, so he gets his concrete grounding.
0: <laughs> so it's it's definitely interstellar jams then for sure. Well, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah, you know, yeah. We like to. The chariots just start.
4: Coming up with some words or some kind of melody, no words, and we follow that and then a yeah. new happens and then something else happens and it just keeps on giving. Yeah.
1: <laughs> very, very organic.
4: Yeah. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. Yep. So what what do you uh I mean, is there anything in particular that kind of inspires the music? Um is there any type of uh, and I know it's probably all over the place with each song, but is there any Depression. typical
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <'Cause laughs> doom. Yeah, <it's> just doom. Yeah, just doom. Yeah, that's doom. our that's our motto is cause doom. <laughs> <laughs> that it's when just, is it's cause just doom. doom.
0: Cause yeah, doom.
4: The logo like that. You
3: know?
1: Cause just.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh. No,
3: I mean, I, what inspires it? Well, you know, it it's really, honestly it's it's kind of like we get together and and it's usually on sundays and then when we get together it's just like we're playing i'll i'll write structured songs don't get me wrong here now mind you we have about four songs that are four or five that are pretty structured i lay it down at actually mount doom vince's studio (laughs) And, uh, there's a lot of doom in this band. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if it's a studio, Mount Doom, I'll lay it down and then I'll be like, hey, guys, I wrote this song. Right. So there is that. And those those definitely come from, hate to say it, but a lot of heavy shit. There's been a lot of heavy going on um, yeah. in my life lately. And uh, well, for the past few years. And I've just been trying. It's a wonderful outlet to just get rid of those things that uh, may be attaching themselves to my body and just get it out into the music. But on top of throwing a song that I might have written to them, that they put all their hot sauce on the burrito with
0: right.
3: it, make it into a really good burrito um, for me, vegan, uh, rich vegan uh, for Angie and Andy, very meaty. Um, <laughs> so it's a very well balanced band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> possible you know, burger, yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, but but and then I've once in a while, like I've, after that, Rich will come up with this riff, and then we've written a song together, and there's there's quite a few of those, you know, awesome. especially the ones that we're in the studio about now. Those all were full collaboration, improvisation, uh, just happened that nice. like. It just naturally happened organically like yeah, that. Yeah, it just comes out. It's, yeah, it's
4: it's different. It starts when like, we're warming up,
1: warming up in at practice, just kind of getting there, just making some noise, and then yeah. all of a sudden, it becomes a jam that that lasts for fifteen minutes, and it's like, yeah, we
0: got to do something with that. Yeah, and then, we, <laughs> then we move
1: on. Yeah, we got to yeah, do. So it.
0: do you? <laughs> Because I remember you know, like uh, years ago when I was in a band, it was it was very much like that, you know, uh, start playing something on guitar and then the drummer would like kick into what I was playing and then pretty soon we're like, oh, that's cool, we should do something with it. Do you guys, yeah. do you like save all those then? I mean, because that's what we used to We used to have like a little tape machine, you know, we're like back in yeah, the Yeah, we
4: tried to record st- stuff. We'll say, let's record that, you know, either yeah. Rick would bring his fancy tape. Rec- I, see, I'm still saying tape. Fancy a recording <laughs> or our phones nowadays, you know. Right. It yeah. Used to be. Did you take that? Did you, did you run it? Rewind it. You know? Yeah. You don't. You don't hear that anymore. So oh, I like, know. I know. You-
1: <laughs> yeah, we've we've got a we've got a file with probably close to a dozen uh, new ones to work on, <laughs> like tidbits <laughs> that we need to sneak in somewhere or develop.
0: yeah, yeah
4: laying around
1: <laughs> and uh and we've got a, a our own uh private spotify playlist of songs that we want to cover eventually too so oh cool and that's that, that keeps growing oh awesome. yeah we
3: even tried smothered hope uh what was that two weeks ago right <laughs> yeah we're like yeah, yeah let's try to do out smothered hope <laughs> yeah, that'll
1: happen that'll that's going to be cool though
0: <laughs> It will yeah. be. It will be. Do you have like a little pet names for the little riffs? Um, Like, the, the, you know, the, the, the quirky one or the the monster riff or something.
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. We did. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, man, we used to. That's funny. Does <laughs> that because now it's just completely escaping me. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> Little cute little names. Yeah, yeah. We did. we were like, yeah, you know the funky well, one. Yeah. Rich's, Rich's new song. Yeah, Rich's the is, new new song. Yeah. Well, we did have a squirrely riff. We called a squirrely about the squirrel. Yeah, and and there's a song called Petey about a squirrel. So it's a. Uh,
0: it, there you it, go.
3: It, the squirrel. The ground. squirrel song and. <laughs>
0: Yeah, when i was talking to the guys in lucius fox uh they didn't even remember half the names of their music that they've recorded because they always call it funky riff whatever or you know, <laughs> joe's big fucking song you know so it's like... <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah totally awesome. yeah, i think it took me a, a while to memorize the names of the songs after we had them written they would be calling them by the titles and i would be like Oh, you know this one. I had a, an association in there, right?
1: Right, right. You know, now, how does one. this one start? <laughs> yeah, how does this one
2: start? <laughs> you, oh, start yeah. it, <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: you started, Rich. Oh yeah. Awesome. And so
4: you started. Let me write that down. Rich <laughs>
1: starts. Yeah. Terry uh, and, and Kelly joined us too. I just want to say hey to Kelly. Oh yeah. Hey hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly.
3: hi Kelly. Kelly. Oh, hi. I want to say hi to Kathleen and Colleen, my <laughs> sisters. Are, and I yeah. see you. August. Uh, is still August. Like still, okay, August. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. It's good. It's good. Keep doing what you're doing. It's great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Kathleen from New York. <laughs> it's my sister. <laughs> where is she, uh, she Where did Colleen go? Did Colleen where- go? Yeah, she. Know.
0: Looks like she dropped off. Oh um, no!
3: Probably because yeah. I said it never comes to my gigs. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> she, got well, she got. she it.
3: doesn't.
0: So. I <laughs> got bummed out about it. She's like, "Oh man, I'm just gonna." <laughs> oh, oh no!
3: Don't worry, I'll hear all about it later. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> so fans with bands just isn't about me asking you guys questions. It's also a chance for everybody else on here. So Kathleen, Kelly, Jason august steven do you guys have any questions for oh yeah yeah okay i definitely
3: do because hi when you when you come up with your your when you start writing your music how do you come up with your material i think this gentleman chuck had asked you that but i'm kind of not clear are you kind of drifted away a little bit so i'm trying to in my mind visualize what you're saying so how do you come up with the riffs, the rhythm, the tune, the harmony? How do you how do you compose that? I don't know what the words are because I'm not a music person. I'm a painter, but it is yeah. the same thing. I mean, how do you yeah. come up with your material? Mm-hmm. Well, you know... And Kathleen, where does it start? And, and depression, you know, that's just an emotion. I think your stuff is a lot deeper than just saying oh, yeah, what you no, said. Kathleen, first of all, I want to say... Kathleen's got her paintings right behind her. By the way, She's well, so they're awesome. it's, it's the same. Thing. No, I, let's keep it about the question. I know I am because <laughs> I'm. I, I'm really interested. i I'm, I, I find I that fascinating. How, I want to say this. Listen. So where where it comes from is the same. The same place that your paintings come from. The mu- I don't play the music. The music plays me. It comes from a. It comes from a place that I, I we open our minds, do we not? Yeah. Especially when we're doing the improvisations, right? So we're opening our minds, and all of a sudden the floodgates just, come in. It just it happens comes to you. It just comes, it just comes to, you. to you, like a song will come to me when I'm walking, or a song will come to okay. me, yeah, when I'm, I'm like that, yeah. So yeah, yeah but
1: sometimes it's really deliberate. Like Terri-Ann will have this song and she'll mess around with it and she'll be, you know, like record it from an acoustic guitar and have this yeah. kind of thing already planned out. And then sometimes, and then we'll just kind of work with it and develop it till it becomes something. And then sometimes it just happens organically We'll we'll be at practice. We'll be just messing around. Yeah, a song not- will come up. Like one of us will start something, a riff will happen and then we just start jamming on it. And then that, that may develop into something later. Wow.
3: So, so in other words, no, I mean, I could say as a painter, it it is different because I do a lot of editing. You know, I, I have to edit. I can't, for me as an artist, I can't, I, I had my narrative unfolds at the end, like the story unfurls at the end. Not everybody is like that. So that that's why I'm asking the question. Do you think of your narrative from the from the start of your narrative or what the meaning and the vibe and the feeling and the emotion, because when I've been hearing your music, it feels like I'm traveling and I'm really traveling in in a time zone. You know, when I used to listen to, um, oh, you know, like the bands from the seventies from England, they had a very surreal sound. It wasn't like I could escape. I wasn't listening to specifics but i could escape from it like mentally physically spiritually i felt like i was in flight so what's fascinating is that your band has that um it has that that expansion it's it's fascinating how i love it because i have not i haven't heard enough any other artists like that except i can hear terry's influences with the grunge metal or grunge sound But you guys are your own thing, you know, and I I like that. And I think when we work really hard at something, the tune gets tighter and it is it does sound cleaner. I like that. I'm just saying, do you guys like that? Is that like part of your band thing or, you know, okay, it's a good song. Let's let's call it a day or, you know, like how do you do that? I mean, I find this fascinating that art, you know, musicians can do that. I mean, I, it's it's fascinating to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really like how hard. do you come up with that whole thing in just like 24 hours or something? I mean, it's got to take longer than that. You know, it, it takes longer. Yeah, it's very yeah because it sounds really good. You know,
1: yeah, it might it might take you know like a month's worth of practices just to get
3: right, right, the footing.
1: Yeah. Like we might have the riff and but it might need something. Like we may need yeah. to throw another part in it or Terry Ann's working on the lyrics and one part of it may not work. So, so we just, uh, I'm sorry, Terry. Uh, and we, and we just like, it just kind of happens pretty organically. Wow. And we try to yeah. make sure that we're doing stuff that we like that we're not trying to make stuff, that other people might like we're just doing right. stuff that yeah. makes us yeah. happy like you know most of our we have songs that are like seven minutes long and that's you know yeah. like with the kind of stuff we're doing is not super uncommon but there were times like terry would say like oh i think maybe we should need we need to cut this cut this down make it more you know like i don't know uh, a little more compact for for people to to be able to digest it and it's like well we, we shouldn't because yeah. now we're compromising ourselves for somebody else so right. we need to keep it the length that it needs to be for us like
4: when we do it by it, feel it'll feel right we end the song all at once it's like we need to do that we need to keep it there but that's that was too natural
2: yeah there's almost it like a natural yeah, there's almost like a collective uh, vibe there like an intuitive sense the band kind of like terry was saying the music plays itself it comes to us and we allow ourselves to be the vehicle for that expression and and uh you know and and a lot of times uh everybody's contributing to the process of writing so it's you know it's. i
3: mean that's the whole reason i've been doing it the whole time is is for that that's the spiritual experience that's that's well and I don't even know if that's the word I'm looking for, but that's what gets my gonads. Where did where did where did Chuck go? <laughs> I,
0: I think I I fell off the yeah I fell off the They're screen because I wasn't Doc. talking. <laughs>
4: Where's everybody else? Jason, yeah. you are still here?
0: Yeah, he's still here. I'm still oh. here, largely just listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so
5: could I say something?
0: Yeah, go for it, Steve.
5: Thanks. It's a real pleasure to uh, spend a little time with uh, your band tonight. Uh, Thank you. I first saw you at the Bolero Lounge in early April, I think.
1: Nice. Nice. I had just
5: gotten over COVID. It was my first time out for two and a half weeks. Oh. And I just wanted to get out of the house. And I just walked in and thought, oh, there's a band playing in there. I'll see what this random bar band is doing and man was I impressed you guys have such a beautiful full sound it's like molten chocolate it's like a sound I haven't heard in years man and listen I'm 67 right and it I guess it reminded me a little Black Sabbath at their best on their first two albums it's the sound uh, okay that's what really gets me besides the great writing I mean and I love the long notes and the sustains but I've been telling all my friends about it and I'm telling them to come out on the 23rd of the Bolero to see you. Oh. and that nice. room really loves your sound it resonates like a cabinet built for your sound so Woo! that's a perfect place to see you guys and thank you. Uh, thank I you. want to see you guys before the crowds start while you're still unpopular while <laughs> nice you. okay so,
1: so thank you so much So,
5: I mean, after that gig, I was so impressed. I walked around and looked at all the pedals you were using because I know that you guys have really specifically chosen the sound you want. And I see a more specific discernment in the use of pedals you use than most people.
4: Right. And and then, Terry, your husband's
5: playing a guitar I've never seen before. It sounds fucking great. (laughs) Such a great balance of sounds the deep drone and the fuzz leads and your rhythm, Terry. Hey, you're a great um, band, all right? I have you. a question, though. And um, yeah. basically, I'm a saxophonist, but I'm a bass player as well. And uh, I want to ask Rich a question. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, uh, I'm i not as good a bass player as you, but I was really impressed at... Excuse me, I've got to turn off something. Here. I was really expre- uh, um, impressed at the sound you were getting out of that Eastwood map bass. All right, those are good basses and I like them mm-hmm. you can really you can play some nice high chords with perfect intonation on the high right. strings on them and I, but um but generally I don't think they have a lot of sustain basically I was wondering how you achieved that deep sound on your map bass what were you what were you using to boost that because they don't know uh, sound that way
1: yeah I use a uh Electroharmonics Big Muff Pi for bass. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And um what else did I have? Um I've got an Ampeg uh SCRDI pedal which which kind of uh, helps me control a lot of the the tone of it. So like Am- so the Big, B- Ampeg- Big Muff Sorry um, mate.
5: Uh, Ampeg SCRDI.
1: Yeah, it's the DI uh-huh. pedal. Like it's kind of like its own it's a um, It's a direct in pedal. Uh, you can adjust the tone and the volume. It's got a. It's got an added uh, scrambler function Ooh. to it that I, I never use because it's not quite in the right spot. But it kind of brings that richness into it. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just been playing around with it. Uh, I'm, I'm still not happy with my completely happy with my tone, but everyone tells me that they like it. So yeah, I was going to you say know.
0: your your tone is really good because it's a nice tight punch um right. as opposed to being really fat and like sometimes uh bass players yeah, yes. which I, I you know it's all personal preference but they mm-hmm. kind of like a sound that's kind of i don't know I, I find i describe it as fat or wide it's right and muddy uh whereas yeah. i like a bass that's like yours it's just kind of <laughs> you get it, a little yeah. bit
1: more of the, the bed and the air on yeah, the end, yeah. I like
4: yeah. the early bass sound
0: yeah yeah, something's. Just yeah,
4: it up. sounds good. And you know, it yeah. blends really
5: well with the band. It just you guys blend so well together. I I can't tell you enough how 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 excellent your achievement is with the total sound. All right, and I think that's the audience probably hears it more than you because I know what it's like when you're playing. You don't right. have to hear it. You're playing, but good job. You know, I'm gonna come that see you me- again.
2: Because I listen for that stuff when I'm listening to other bands. I'm listening for the sound. I'm listening to that sonic, uh, just the texture of the overall recording. To
5: right, right, you
2: know, yeah. Right. If it hits me like that, then mm-hmm. I know. So I really appreciate what you just said. Yeah,
5: um, and I can tell Terry, you're real sincere. Your vocals, you're you're right there. It's yeah. just, it's awesome. I just love Aww. it. And, I love your band. And, you know, I'm a jazz musician. I worked with John Cage. This isn't even my my type of music. Oh. But the sound is irresistible, okay? It's just like, hey, what can I say, right? Oh. Thank you.
3: Appreciate it. I totally agree with what you said. <laughs> What's that? I heard and said, I wish I could speak like that, but I love what you said. I totally agree.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, thank you. You
3: baptized it in, in, in beautiful poetry. Thank you. Okay,
0: thank you. <laughs> God. Awesome.
3: Awesome.
0: A- anybody have else you, have any questions?
3: Oh. Huh? Where's our friend questions?
0: August? She's there. There,
3: there she, she is. is. She don't, she's a there girl, girl the band. August doesn't want to be seen or heard.
1: <laughs> Looks like my girlfriend Elaine has joined us too.
3: Where's so Elaine! Elaine? Who's in there? Uh from Mexico. Elaine's
0: in Mexico. Awesome. Mm. Like no, Peter she's Hampshire. actually in
1: California right now. She lives in Mexico, oh. but she's oh. in California.
0: Oh, Nice. Very nice. So, uh, I got another question. Unless anybody else has any questions. Anybody else have any questions? Because I'll leave it open. Anybody? No? One, two, three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. I always like to get like the the foundations for for the musicians. Um, Like where was the, um, I guess, which bands like highly influenced you when you were starting off uh, learning to play your instrument? Uh, So let's start with Rich. Um, Well, so the weird thing is, is I,
1: I got my first guitar when I was 16 and played it badly and never, you know, took some lessons and never really, went that far with it and then uh uh, kind of like after high school I kind of put everything away and didn't touch any instruments for quite a long time and um I don't know maybe 2015 ish 2016 or so my friend Beth asked me to play bass in her band and uh and I uh, luckily my brother had a a bass that he perma borrowed from somebody that he let me (laughs) perma borrow you know (laughs) And so, and I started playing again. I'm like, okay, this is this is something that I've needed. And, um, uh, but you know, as far as influences, so, um, I first back in like the the 80s, late 80s, um, I learned to play bass off of the Cure's Head on a Door album. Nice. So, that's a super bassy bassy album, great album. Um, I used to love the Cult. Um, all the you know, everything from southern death cult to death cult to cult, you know, those were my my some of my big ones, but I was also into like a lot of industrial, and you know, I had my phases that I went through, right? Um, but definitely kind of more in the 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 punk vein, um, for most of it, and uh, but yeah, I uh, uh, Joy Division is is one of my my favorite bands, and um. Uh, Peter Hook, you know he's yeah. he's an, an idol to me. Like I want to replicate his bass rig, you know, uh, identically, uh, just to <laughs> put that together. But don't awesome. quite have the funds for that that system yet. Uh, but I'm trying, you know, I'm getting there. Yeah. But he he does the same thing. He's got he's he's got a bit of the high end. He plays a lot of high string stuff, but he also has uh, a low tone with it too. And that maybe that's that's where I get that
0: that from. I'm not sure. Cool. Uh Angie, how about you?
4: Ooh, it's a lot of them. <laughs> Especially with drums. Uh I was originally a guitar player um when I was a kid, but I can get uh any lessons. Oh hi. There's <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Um yeah, as far as drums go, I really started getting into Peter Chris. Nice. From and then john bonham and that the john bonham thing really took off just that mm. that big bass drum sound that's why i have a 26 inch kick
5: oh yeah
4: that socket sound you know that socket in your face sound and uh, i went on to neil perks from rush and i really got into the prog rock scene in you know in the 80s and various other bands i grew up with as well um I had multiple dramas and growing up funk, um, blues, rocks, you know, classic rock and the metal scene, a little bit of the punk scene. I wasn't a hardcore punk person because it was, the drums were all the same to me. Yeah. And so I, I kind of gravitated away. I, I like the power chords from the guitar players from the punk scene, but I, as far as drums, I really got into more of the technical parts of it and journey. Um, got van halen alex oh, van yeah. halen yeah um and i i go through phases just like rich says i go through <laughs> phases and I'm, I'm listening to rammstein's drummer you know he's yeah. really fantastic really yeah. tight drummer um tool danny Carey. oh yeah oh yeah so i i'm learning little things that they do i'm self-taught so i have to pl- i play by ear all the time so I drive in a car and drum beats come into my head and sometimes they end up at practice.
5: You and, sound good. Yeah. You sound real good.
4: <laughs> and uh, you know, you always improve and uh, right, go right. back to my roots once in a while, go back to Parliament Funkadelic, <laughs> uh, Funkadelic, uh some of the early 70s stuff my sister used to listen to all the time that I didn't understand because I thought it was too weird. Now I love them, you know, and listen to all these different bands and uh-huh. Just the pocket playing from the drummer, you know, back you know, from that era, you know, those guys are just fantastic. Bootsy yeah. bass playing. He was always on the one. That's what George Clinton always liked about Bootsy and it changed their sound dynamic after that. But as, yeah, drums, it's it's all over the place. Oh okay. listen listen to Tony Williams, he's a jazz drummer. Yeah. He does cool stuff with his hi hats. So that's stuff I pick up on from different genres of music
0: cool awesome uh andy how about you
2: well i guess you know when you said the, the question initially i started to think of the records my first records that i got i think the very first record was kiss alive one <laughs> and, yeah you know yeah, like that album
0: that oh, album is so damn good God, it's, it's great okay. right now i want to listen to it right now almost
2: <laughs> oh, it's <was laughs> great come on dude
0: you were the deuce. We used to dress,
2: (laughs) we dressed up like Kiss for Halloween. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: I always wanted to be Gene, but never really played bass. (laughs) Uh, I did for a little while, but that's now, anyways. Uh, So like, you know, along with like Kiss, there was like uh, Aerosmith Toys in the Attic, uh, Ted Nugent, Double Live Gonzo, uh, Foreigner, uh, just, you know, this, all this, you know. You Know AO, you know, AOR rock type right. stuff, you know, right. right? You know, just uh, and then uh, when I went to college, I was exposed to like the punk rock world, and that's actually where I met uh Rich. We both worked at uh WRB, uh, a radio station at um Orchard, the Orchard uh, Ridge campus of only o- Oakland Community College. So, um, anything that we had playing there that you know that looked interesting, I would just like. If I didn't hear of it, if I never heard of it,
1: I would play it just to see if I liked it. I mean, it was so... <laughs> you know, those were grunge days, too. That's that's That was pretty happening yeah. back then, too. Oh, during yes. those days. Yeah, now you yeah. turned me a lot of that. A lot of that, that yeah. Stuff.
2: That was like my second uh, awakening, I guess, about, you know, like what I was saying with uh, the Kiss Alive one, as soon as the grunge thing happened again, it, fe- yeah. it felt like I re-experienced my first time listening to Kiss, and I was I was in heaven. I would buy all the you know rare 45s and hunt them all down and uh you know bring yeah. them into the radio show and uh play them. And uh you know, bands like Mud Honey, of course, Nirvana, Soundgarden, and that kind of stuff, but you yeah. know, like also like Halo of Flies and Helmet and uh, yeah. Helmet, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, love yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. love that band anyway. Yeah, so, you yeah. <laughs> so this, is a, this is a great question. I mean, I could. I could talk on and on about yep. music. I'm all over the map these days. I mean, I listen to Same some here. contemporary <laughs> composers. I listen to uh, Sufi music. I listen to, you know, sometimes just uh, just tribal stuff. I'm I'm you always Sufi or a genre
0: <laughs> Soupy. So, yeah, what, what is, is that soupy? genre? <laughs> I don't know that
1: genre. You know, yeah. so
2: uh, and uh, I, uh, I listen to a lot of uh, mantras uh, early in the morning when I wake up. Lovely. I like to just. Just unwind like that and just start my okay, day fresh. That's really okay. I got
0: my pret- yeah. So, yeah. I got- yeah. Are you here now? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting Stephen's conversation in here. Yeah.
3: Is everybody uh, in?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Terry? Yeah, Terry, how about you?
3: Oh, hi, Chuck. Hey. <laughs>
0: hi.
3: <laughs> okay, so. My, my story's a really interesting one. Uh So, all right. Well, I, I picked up, I got a guitar when I was 16 too. And then I got a boyfriend who smashed it on stage. They were a band called Degeneration and they, anyway, we won't go into that. So I put (laughs) down guitar for a little while, (laughs) and uh, but I've always been a singer. Um, I used to sing opera in high school. I did this whole on ensemble stuff and all that. Yeah. Nice. Um, but later on in life, I got another guitar because I, I moved to Seattle, you know, because I obviously, as my sister said, I I of course, I love the grunge time. Right. Yeah. But why did I love the grunge time? Why did I love Mud Honey? Because I love the Stooges. <laughs> it, it is so freaking obvious that they do, too. Yeah. And yeah. so what I got from that was, oh, I want to go to Seattle cuz they need more Detroit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like that was just cuz I was always wanting to be like a musician everywhere I went, right? It uh-huh. started band wherever I went, right? And that's what I did. So, I lived in Seattle for about, you know, a couple of years and then I ended up in LA. Um, because Seattle was um, rough for me at the time. And uh, I ended up in L.A. And um, let's just say uh, I got clean. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, during that time period, I, I worked at a pawn shop on, uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard uh, called Elliott Salter Gives Instant Loans. Yep. And during that time period, I got a guitar And I was friends with this coffee tender at the time who moved in from New Jersey. His name's Phil. And he lived around the corner from me in Silver Lake. So I asked him if he would teach me some guitar, you know, because I really I really wanted to play bad. And I knew that he would teach me what I wanted. So the first song I ever learned was I want to be your dog. The power chords, you know. Yeah. And that person is Phil Cavano of Monster Magnet.
0: Oh, really and, awesome. Yeah. yeah.
3: So at, at the time, he wasn't in Monster Magnet, but he was an original member of Shrapnel, um, which was way before Monster Magnet. But I remember the day that he became the guy that was joining Monster Magnet. I was one of the first people he called because, <laughs> anyway,
0: That's uh, awesome. I mean,
3: well, because when I'm what what this is how I met him. He was a coffee tender, and he asked me and my boyfriend at the time, "What do you guys want to hear?" And boyfriend says, "Soundgarden," and he said, "Screw them, they suck." <laughs> and and I was like, "Well, do you have any Monster Magnet?" And then the, it goes from there. Oh. But so that, was, that was the first guitar lesson I ever got. And then I I dabbled, but I really was just a lead singer in bands usually. Uh, I had a band called Heavy Liquid in L.A., (laughs) obviously, right? I love (laughs) the students. I love Iggy Pop. But, yeah, so, um, but, yeah, and then I moved to uh, Eugene, Oregon, because I hated L.A., and um, I absolutely loved Eugene. And when I lived in Eugene, I wanted to buckle down and really learn guitar because I got tired of having to count on other people. I, I, wanted i had songs in my head i wanted to write and i needed to put them down and and i was like i gotta learn how to play guitar so i yeah. i buckled down and i learned how to play guitar out there and my guitar teacher out there um his name is jason and he he it was not anymore but he was the guitar player for the cherry Pop and daddy so oh, cool. that was out there so it just is the west coast though Mm -hmm. i don't know how to describe it you can sneeze and it's some star (laughs) you know what i mean like right right it doesn't it's just how it is out there so it's a seven degrees of Kevin bacon that that did it (laughs) Uh yeah right like you know (laughs) yeah you know it's somebody did something you know what i mean at some point so but that's just part of my um little learning story about playing guitar and obviously I love my power chords, right? And yeah. um and and I just run like that. Like I'll have a song in my head, but once I get home and try to mimic the riff that I have in my head, well it comes out a little different. But then I just elaborate from that. And I, I learned all that from I learned at a young age that the songs that grabbed me the most. Mm-hmm. Had a real simple drive yeah. behind them. Like my favorite Aerosmith song is "Seasons of Wither." Oh right? yeah, it's awesome. You know, so yeah. think about it, though: is it really that complicated? Not necessarily. You no. know what I mean? It, but it's but it's just the but way. But it's got a cool that,
0: moodiness to it. Moody, you know? yeah. yeah,
3: like the moody stuff always, always. You know, I'm like my dad who recently passed away loved amazing moody music he loved the moody blues he loved <laughs> you know anything with a mellotron right oh yeah. my god right <laughs> oh god what <laughs> i would do for a mellotron i've <laughs> often told people you know if it's okay with- Hara, ten years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
3: you know and like i i mean it, it's always been about the moody stuff like and my sister will you know she'll remember too when i was young i i loved kate bush I loved Kate Bush and Mm -hmm. um, I was always really into, um, you know, in high school, I was into some real strange stuff at the time that not a lot of people knew about at the time, you know, but that stuff that moved me because it was moody. I loved this. I loved swans before swans. I mean, holy money, you know, like I loved the time period. I loved Sisters (laughs) of Murder. Yeah, I loved Bauhaus. I saw Skinny Poppy when I was 16, you know. I I loved that the that time period of like just stuff that was dark. Yeah. You know. And, and I don't know if it's depression. I don't know. Actually, a dark music and heavy metal or doom metal yeah. it actually gets me out of depression. It it's a, you it's the light. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it is the yeah. light. Black yeah. attracts light.
0: Yeah. Well, you know that's a good point you make because it's um, it's not just a lot of people. You know, there's certain stereotypes about like people that are into like heavy music or dark music, thinking that those people are either um, they you know they're evil or and not necessarily evil, but you know maybe violent or something. And the thing I've learned is that all the people that I know because I was you know, heavy into heavy metal and thrash and all that stuff, death metal. Um, Those are the nicest people I've ever met. You know, they're Um, like super cool and chill and they're like laid back and some of them are super introverted and just don't wanna be, you know, the music allows them to be together with these other folks and it like lets them experience, um, like let go of so all that, whatever they're holding in, right? That's Um, right. So they can, if they wanna mosh, they can mosh and and, you know have a good time and it's not about, you know, kicking somebody's ass or fucking no. somebody up. It's about just, you know, having a good time and just getting all that out of you, right? Oh,
3: tell like right. it is, tell like it right. is, Chuck, because I'll tell you what, I've been to a lot of Grateful Dead shows and there's been more fights at those than any metal show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the um, worst um, is go to a pop it, country show. Go to a pop well, country the show. The, that's
3: why I call the Doom community the Grateful Undead. Yeah, Because <laughs> because i you know the grateful on deadheads right? Yeah. <laughs> right because right because it's such a peaceful atmosphere yeah. i've never been to a to a metal show that i didn't feel 100% like yeah. i belong.
0: yeah well when i saw yab for the very first time <laughs> I, I, it was like a it was like a like spiritual experience i was like wow yeah this band holy crap oh yeah <laughs> Crazy. uh let's see so um uh what was i gonna ask you guys oh there goes stephen uh, <laughs> uh, if you guys could do like um so like kind of a um i guess it'd be the ultimate show if you guys could like play with any other bands um what, what would those bands be and where would you like to do that show anywhere in the world
3: Jeez.
1: holy holy that's a tall whatever it's a jeez uh, like maybe we should have asked that asked us that question to, to think about it like weeks
0: ago <laughs> <laughs> i know That's i a- should have probably punted it out there early because you're like oh god i got three seconds to come up with an answer <laughs> yeah so many i
4: mean
3: it- well jesus if i i mean does, do they have to be alive or dead? no
0: They could be is any it- and oh. it's this is a fantasy so cool. go for it
3: oh my god well greece with vangelis <laughs> nice,
0: nice. <laughs> Awesome.
4: Only and only
3: during the 666 Aphrodite's child period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. During that double album time, you know. Awesome. Yeah. Please God. That would be great. Uh,
0: Uh Andy or or Angie, you guys any dream bands to jam with?
4: Mean like sit in with them, like
0: <laughs> or yeah, you could just jam with them or be on stage with them. Oh, dream, dream that bill or...
1: that you're playing.
0: Oh, a... Yeah, dream bill. Yeah, and yeah. and venue. Yeah.
1: What? <laughs> I'll have a. i somehow have ai always a... wanted.
2: I always... Go ahead,
1: oh,
3: and and
4: I mean this. Yeah. It probably it, it was a while ago. I said it'd be cool to jam with Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, just in a studio, or with Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Or. uh uh, who else? Or sit in with Van Halen, do oh, sound yeah. deck and do Hot for Nature. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, it's it's so people I love to jam with, you know. Yeah. Like dead, you know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, uh that's, that's, like, so that's a great question. It can be it in any a, kind it's of thing. I don't care where. You
1: know, I, no, like,
3: sure I have like 18,000
1: answers. I know. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's,
1: that, that, that would be a festival. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Last, <laughs> here's my festival
0: month. lineup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 400
0: like, bands. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's going to go on for yeah. a month. So just buckle up. Right. Sweden,
4: yeah, you know, I think it's the Hellfest in Sweden. Out there.
3: Right. Oh
1: Understood. yeah, fuck yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, right. That one, that would be sweet, right? Yeah. God, anywhere yeah. in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Amsterdam. Mo- mon- the
1: monolith on the Mesa looks good too. Be oh it.
3: yes, gosh. Yeah. I mean, Wowee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could call it
0: Wowee Fest. Yeah. There you go.
3: <laughs>
1: Wowie.
3: <laughs> I, I,
2: would, I would like to maybe go back and jam with Big Chief, you know, something oh, like that. Yeah. that would be meaningful to me or maybe my uh, my friend's band, uh, Loud House, back in the day, or mm-hmm. Mon- M.O.G. Monsters, you know, the Mog Stunt Team, something yeah. like that. And connecting. Yeah. always wanted to play with Kenny, K-5. K-5 on the on a, on a show at some level, somewhere, somehow, and it's going to happen. It's, it won't be fans <laughs> when it happens it'll be reality but yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantasy on the podcast awesome. well i
3: know oh i i why did i not hawkwind oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> why did i leave out hawkwind it's the so reason obvious lamar's is even the reason well i'm alive is <laughs> because magic. of hawkwind I said you might as well say
2: magnet too.
3: Well, there is no magnet without Hawkwind Sorry, Phil. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, actually, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's it's true, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like the, I mean, or Atomic Rooster, like you know, all that. You know, I won't get into that, but yeah, enough about me.
0: richard do you think Let's of anybody to me. jam
3: with
1: what <laughs> uh yeah i mean there's just there's just so many you yeah. know like i i would feel like i wouldn't be worthy of, of jamming with any of them but you know putting a dream show together with i mean shit you name it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like just i love to see the ramones again they're like one of my favorites yeah like awesome. yeah hands down like there's not I listen to them most weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, awesome. I mean that. I mean ever since I listened to that first record ages ago, I've listened to them most of the time since then. So, That's cool. but um, That's, yeah. you know, but I, I'm in, I'm a huge fan of, of Nick Cave and and the Bad Seeds and oh yeah, Warren Ellis and you know, so there's just there's a huge scope there that you know. I can imagine putting putting a, a concert together where it'd have like, yeah, this the dream festival, where you know I had VIP seats and you know <laughs> yeah that'd be the thing just a parking space awesome
0: Uh so anybody else have any questions for Angel of Mars. Uh, Kathleen, you're muted if you were trying to talk.
3: Where's Petey?
0: <laughs> Where's Petey?
3: Petey might have some questions.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't see Petey. He's probably
2: off know. at the Kaju Cafe. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah,
2: yeah Petey.
0: Okay. There's Kathleen. Petey
3: yeah, I know. That's just Petey.
0: I told him when we were doing
3: this. He's always late for the party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, but then it becomes the party so oh it, there you go. Kind, of, kind of a win win
3: yeah
0: go. yeah um,
3: but uh, what's chuck what's chuck up to these days i i, I like seeing your face <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: what, so uh, let's see well um what have i been doing uh, so i just got back from the up um, went to awesome. the humongous fungus festival uh in Woo! yeah in crystal falls there's a uh, an 80 acre uh, you can't actually see the mushroom it's underground obviously um, but it's it's 80 acres in size and it is uh, 2,500 years old so, oh yeah uh... so they had this it, but the festival sounds like it'll be really cool but it's really just this small town festival where they have a little parade and I think uh, they had a journey cover band playing uh, and <laughs> that- you know little vendors market and stuff so That yeah, and then we were just hanging out up north talking to brewers. Oh,
3: oh, oh. well, I I, I, uh oh, I think (laughs) oh, no, Petey showed up. Oh, god, oh Um, man, well, (laughs) we can't take him anywhere, and you know, I'll tell you, this Petey is, uh, you know. No, i can't even so, put any bird food out or anything and it just you know it goes everywhere we go and there's
0: <laughs> nothing to do about it it's so, just the way it so, goes so for everybody that cannot see this because they're going to be listening to it pd is a gigantic squirrel um <laughs> apparently some kind of friend of angel of mars um yeah. who is who's out of hand it's clearly out of yeah, hand. He's totally- yeah yeah
3: yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a little Petey with the black hair, wide face, bushy tail, and smile.
0: Now, why haven't I seen Petey at a show?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, because he's shy. I think. <laughs> I think he knows we're gonna sing the song about him, and he's like, I, I don't want it to be about me. I, I mean, I could be wrong, right, right. Petey? Uh, <laughs> just not in there.
0: Oh, uh, Petey. Oh, yeah, Petey. it's yeah
3: like
0: <laughs> So. Awesome.
3: Yeah. But I, I like you were you were talking about uh Chuck, you were talking about this mushroom underground.
0: Like yeah, yeah
3: you it's know, blowing my mind.
0: So actually where you were living in Oregon is the largest one. Um it's 300, oh. 380 hectares. Um so gigantic, oh, yeah. But it's all like a single DNA organism. Um whoa. that's been around. I think the one in Oregon's been around for I don't know, five thousand years. Yeah. Holy
3: moly! Where is the Where is the one in Oregon?
0: Uh, I'd have to go do a Google. I, I, I wonder if it's
3: near Yaha's because they have. Sounds like
0: YouTube. it's all over the place. Yeah. Oh
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, you're standing
0: true. on it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, there, yeah. It does these things do grow naturally in your yeah. backyard? They're so we were
0: down. we were on this search for trying to find like unusual um, festivals, right? So we uh, and we saw this and like, all right, we're gonna go up there, and then we ended up getting like. So it was almost like uh, the mycelium, which is that inner connection between the mushrooms, and they the mushrooms actually talk to the trees, and the trees talk to the mushrooms. I but, love um, it. But yeah, uh, part of that like sort of occurred with us because we were we met we've met some people, and we do like a bunch of beer stuff. So we're going up to talk to the folks at Barrel and Beam. They do like uh, open fermentation, which is like just let wild yeast come in and ferment your beer. Um, but they oh, wow. talk to these dudes that are really cool. Um, name for their company called Myconaut. So myco as in fungi and not, you know, traveler. So, oh. and they do, yeah. uh, they, they make like, uh, you know, you can grow your own mushrooms, get the little bag and inoculate it with some spores and create your own mushrooms. But they're also working on research to use uh, fungus to break down PFAS. So, you know, there's all this pollution from those yeah. forever chemicals, like right in our lake or our, well, not in the lake so much yet, but the rivers, you know, here in rivers, totally polluted with it. Um, anyway, um, yeah. there's no real way to break that down, but those are carbons and they're using, uh, they're doing research on mushrooms that will break down. So uh little side thing, Northern Michigan University up in Marquette, has been doing research with hemp to use hemp to pull heat fast out of the water um, but then the plant's toxic so then they're looking at the mushroom to break down the plant to break down the um the forever kept you know toxic chemicals
3: oh that's awesome yeah, yeah it's wild
0: this,
5: this technique has been used very effectively in Washington state by Paul statements oh he's really? cleaned up lagoons that have been. Uh, unfishable for years and literally restored it m- more, more prolifically in terms of biological life than before. Uh, the, the oysters have reappeared. The water clears up. Mushrooms pull out toxins. The yeah. mushrooms are eaten by animals. Um, it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've yeah. seen this technique used as well in Florida. There's a lot of uh, septic tanks that leak down there. And if you put rows of fungi downstream from the leak, you literally will pull the E. coli out of the ground.
0: Oh, yeah. that's amazing! Yeah, I know. Amazing. It was it was wild. So we we learned all this stuff. We drank a bunch of beer. So that's what I've been doing for the last two that's weeks.
3: That's what I call a vacation. <laughs> you
0: know? yeah, I need would... a
3: vacation. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, now I've I mean, got. That
3: sounds awesome. That's like well, we live right across the street from an organic farmer. Oh, cool! Yeah, and I I you know I work at my. My day job is Home Depot. If you can only imagine all the fricking roundup I have to see, oh, yeah. uh, and how people buy the junk, uh, and it's very depressed. That okay, more reason to write doom songs, right? <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: yeah. but,
3: but I'm yeah. just like, well, how do I how do I you know Get grow organic God. in my backyard without feeling like, <laughs> oh God, is the neighbor's roundup gonna yeah. come through? Yeah. You know <laughs> the rain, the da 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 da. da. Who knows who's using seven dust? I don't know. Right. And he said, well, hemp.
5: Roundup bi- binds with soil. It's not water soluble. You should know that. That's an interesting thing about Oh, I don't know. It that. stays okay, where so- it, it, you put it, binds to soil. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. You guys should
5: do a
0: song about Roundup. <laughs> we oh, go. right.
3: Oh, yeah. So you could
0: do a song called Bound to Soil. That'd be awesome.
3: Bound to soil. Oh, totally. That's yeah. totally cool. boom, Chuck. <laughs>
0: oh, <dude>. Totally. <laughs>
3: Bound to, it. It. Bound <laughs> to soil. <laughs> yeah. You could yeah, could, even, though, the though, soil, even the even the word man. soil. But you know, I don't do the I don't do the cookie monster growl, but yeah. I I could. <laughs> I, I just don't.
0: No, you you oh, should, you should use that? your,
3: your we'll voice as here.
0: it is. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, I could just, you know, we do have one
1: Grapes of this, that Sir Graves Ghastly song that we were doing. It was pretty
3: good. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> it sounded like the Sir
4: Graves Ghastly. <laughs> it, oh. it. it had a good rhythm to it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we got to
4: bring back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's a band that like, does, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know if you know them. They're from Lansing. They're called Centenary. Uh, they're a death metal band. Um, but they do a song called Sir Graves Gastly. Oh nice. well, no! I
3: can't. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're just gonna have to not do it then. <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> it's awesome. already
1: been done. Well, it'll be called the other Sir Graves gastly. There you go. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they also so. have one uh, for Kolchak. Remember uh, the that oh. um, that '70s uh, show with uh, Darren McGavin, who did like Looking for Monsters. He it was uh, Kolchak. Oh remember Ooh.
3: kolchek yeah. oh i remember that yeah
0: yeah he yes. was a reporter remember and he'd go look and he yeah. find yeah. vampires he'd find like, like dorian gray and, yeah. oh i love it yeah
3: yeah i oh, i mean sure. that one you know i was more of a lidsville girl myself but uh <laughs> yeah i kind of got lost with the mushrooms <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go
3: <laughs> yes <laughs> I liked all those psychedelic weird shows. Hot fudge, yeah, was Hot one.
0: right? Hell yeah, Hot Pudge,
3: coming at you now.
0: And yeah. uh, what was banana it? splits. Yeah, banana yeah. splits. Oh yeah, banana
3: splits. Yeah. H.R.
0: Puffin stuff.
3: H.R. <laughs> <H>. Puffin <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Oh, or they were on drugs for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. oh god, oh. it
1: was all messed up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they, they must were...
3: have been from Oregon. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and it was a dark show. It was really dark. It
0: was. It was crazy. It? Yeah. Yeah. It
4: was... Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean
3: I, I you know kids, we, we were lucky we we all of us you know don't you think we kind of were blessed with the sweet spot Thank you, Kelly. like we totally got the sweet mm-hmm. spot of all the cool shows and all that stuff you yeah. know what i
0: mean like yeah.
3: i think we oh, we were pretty see. blessed you know oh, yeah mm-hmm. if, sure. if it wasn't but funny it was like i mean some really tripped out shows man <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah Oh, I yeah. mean, and we got Three Stooges and all our parents stuff, right? <laughs> like, on top of that, to boot, right? right.
0: So, <laughs> well, guys, glad. I, I want to thank you so much for being on Fans with Bands. I got one last question, and, it, and the question's for everyone, but it starts with the band. And that is pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Angie. I'm, I'm fine with it. it. No. No. R- no. Uh, Andy.
2: Oh, for sure, pineapple on pizza. Absolutely.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, we we
3: do it if we do it. I I pineapple on everything. <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you why. I hear that pineapple for women is really good. <laughs> really, really good. Just I'm saying. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It it helps it helps the women.
0: All right. And,
3: and the men afterward. So it's good. It's Excellent. really good. Pineapple Excellent. on everything. Pineapple is also is really wrong? good to get something. rid of parasites. Oh what? I'm sorry. I'll start going on pumpkin seeds and pineapple and ginger. Yes.
0: There you go. <laughs> Stephen, how it's about
3: great. you? Evanos. Yeah. Uh, yeah Chuck, oh, oh. i love
4: your face man we just love I know. i've seen you in the bars and, and, saying, and you're just still the still the <laughs> i don't know him do i know him was it, i was i've been a, it, under a rock for a few years i've been out at a music scene for a
1: while so <laughs> we've we pulled been, her back I'm in see,
4: seeing people and say, is that so-and-so you know is so, <laughs> it I look not a snack. you know you,
0: don't, know. <laughs> like, you don't want
4: to walk up to somebody and say uh, uh right
3: oh. yeah. <laughs> well, well,
0: so i'm super bad with names like yeah. like plenty of people remember my name and i always feel bad because they'll say hey chuck and i'm like fuck hey dude cuz i'm like i remember you but i can't remember you your, name. your name exactly. yeah. right <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm yeah. super bad about that
3: well, your souls, right? You remember the souls.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. Greatest
3: right. photographer in town. By I love. Oh no, your-
0: there's there's lots of great photographers, man. Oh man, I don't get me true, started. but,
3: <laughs> but we love. You know, it's a good night if you're at a show. You know, it's <laughs> it's true. It's like you're a really you're an amazing good luck charm. It's gonna be a great night if you're there. Oh, you know. Corktown was a great gig for us. Fuzzfest was an amazing gig for us. Oh, oh, Chuck was there, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, yeah.
0: Well, don't forget, Stephen was at Bolero on that show. It sounds like that kicked. Yeah. Off. Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Steve, Steve rules too, man.
0: That's right.
5: Steve. You guys are going to rule the Bolero on the 23rd. I'll tell you that oh, right it. now. Oh,
3: well, we hope to see your beautiful face, Steve. And we'll your friends.
5: Thanks.
0: Hope to see you too. All right, guys. Thank you again for being on Fans with Bands. Appreciate it.
3: All right. Thank you, Chuck. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Many thanks to Terry Ann, Andy, Angie, Rich, Stephen, Jason, Colleen, Abigail, and Kathleen for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. Angel of Mars is a devastatingly powerful and beautiful doom band. Ever since my first encounter with them at Corktown Music Fest, I've been a huge fan. It was such a blast to get to sit down with them and talk about their music and also hear from their fans. It is interesting to learn how someone's music can elevate and influence others. Get over to Bandcamp now and buy all of Angel of Mars's music. Watch their socials for the upcoming shows. See the show notes for all the details and links. Bands are nothing without you, the fans purchasing music and merchandise is critical to their survival. If you can help out your favorite bands, please do. If you're in Michigan, consider following the Playing in Detroit area tonight and SE for Southeast Michigan Music Facebook pages. They are fantastic places for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your family, telling your priest, tell everyone, and leave a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jam.